This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Lots of attention, lots of focus in recent weeks on the issue of e-cigarettes and vaping. And that's because of these health concerns that we have seen in the United States in particular, where they have had hundreds of reported cases of a lung illness that they believe is linked to vaping. They've now had seven reported deaths as a result of that. So health officials in Canada are keeping a very close eye on this whole situation. As a result, many doctors are warning people don't necessarily be fooled. Don't think that vaping might be better than cigarettes because we've heard lots of people who took up vaping say, well, that's how I quit smoking. But how much better is it really than your original bad habit? Well, as part of a global news series, we take a look at the similarities between the two and what experts are afraid of is a new generation of nicotine addiction. Joining us now is global news reporter Emily Lazatin with more. Hi, Emily. Hi, Simi. So you took a look at this. This is a really, I hear, a prevalent issue from smokers all the time where they say, oh, man, this was the only way I was able to quit smoking. Huge, yes. And I mean, I can relate to that, not personally, but with people in my family um, who who do smoke and they've taken up vaping, but have also said in recent um Days just when I actually started this uh, series last week, I said, "Hey, you know, read read this. This is what's happening in the states, um, and I I believe it's a big deal, and that's why we're looking into it now." And I had this family member quit vaping and go back to smoking, which you what? know you could argue <laughs> like just in the last week because of what you were talking about. Yes, so um, I <laughs> was helpful. really I I personally again was concerned, so I said, "Hey, this is what's happening. Just you know, make your own decision." Um, but a lot of what we're seeing in the States, um, so there's, there are hundreds of now illnesses linked uh, to vaping, and I believe we're at seven deaths now. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those deaths have been linked to THC. So when I, I mean, I went out to my first part of the series, I went out to talk to students, and we know that's a huge problem. Yeah. Um, we've been talking about it for months now, and I asked them, you know, hey, this is what's happening. Are you concerned? Um, you know, most of them are like, yeah, but, you know, what we're reading here, what we've heard is that it's related to THC. So right. I'm not vaping THC. I'm vaping, you know, zero grams of nicotine or X amount of grams of nicotine. Yet, uh, let, let's listen to this doctor who says, listen, just because some of the deaths have been linked to THC, there's little research to prove that this has no harm whatsoever in the long term or immediate future. Yes, uh, several of the cases were related to THC, but many of these users are using both the THC e-cigarettes and the nicotine e-cigarettes, and many of them are using nicotine-only e-cigarettes. So it is certainly not just a THC problem. Uh, It's a problem both with THC e-cigarettes and nicotine e-cigarettes, and to suggest otherwise is irresponsible. You know, Emily, what I find so fascinating about this is people's kind of willingness to hold on to this habit. Obviously, it's an addiction, right? There are some issues with that. Mm -hmm. But if this were almost any other product that had these kinds of concerns and problems, people would quit it no problem. But it's this addiction that keeps people hooked into it. It is an addiction. And in talking to these doctors, um, it really is just another form to get hooked on nicotine. And what we talked about in the stories um, this morning is that these are being marketed in ways where 
We don't know because the regulations are very loose here in Canada, right? You know, it's it's we're, right. we, we allowed vaping, yet these products cross market. So they come from Asia, United States, right here in Canada, and not all of them are um, marked right or they don't list all the ingredients. And I even had doctors um, telling me, one of the doctors saying, listen, what has zero grams of nicotine may have a gram or two and you don't even know. And a student told me from New Westminster last week that he thought he was just vaping because he thought it was cool, wanted to Right. Do it with his friends. He was smoking zero grams. He thought he was smoking zero grams. And all of a sudden, a month later, he's hooked on nicotine. Oh. So, like, what are the standards in here then? Like, is there no universal standard of what they're allowed to put in these cartridges that they're selling? Right now, the as far as Canada goes, it's very loose. And I know that the federal government is looking at... Um, tightening these rules as in you know let's let's have these properly labeled but so tomorrow which is the third part we're going to talk about how loose these regulations are and how we went so far with pot and we were so concerned with getting pot out of kids hands and restricting rules yet it takes a few hundred dollars simi to set up a vape shop and it's apparently causing all these problems. Right. And I know you also talk to doctors as well about like we these products, as you said, are crossing borders all the time, right? Like they're just we don't know where they're coming from and you don't know at the place of origin what was in it. Like, can we trust the list of ingredients? Yes. I talked to Dr. Um, Schwant for the CDC. Uh, many of these products that were that seem to be implicated in this uh, this health issue most likely cross the borders themselves, and I wouldn't expect the uh, the health impacts not to cross the borders. Um, the United States, where the initial cases were seen, was able to rapidly ramp up their surveillance efforts, and Canada has followed suit, and we'll be watching we'll be watching closely in all of the provinces and territories for similar cases. Doesn't it feel, Emily, like we're playing catch up here with this? So it does. And one question we were talking about in the newsroom today in the past few days was how come we're not seeing it here then in Canada? Right. And that yeah. begs the question. And that, that come, and that's, you know, then it goes into, well, it's, it's the U.S. It's a product in the U.S. Well, no, these, these products cross borders. And, um, what happened is, and in, in talking to the two doctors, they both said, listen, maybe it just started in the United States. But what happened in the United States was the states that noticed it were very quick to mobilize. So the CDC and right. the U.S., their health authorities, they just, they were very quick to mobilize, and they started getting on it really quickly. And then everybody else just started noticing. And, for example, us, now we're, like Health Canada is just saying in the past little while, okay, now we're going to start to monitor it. But the doctors both say they wouldn't be surprised if cases had already popped up. Right. We just haven't recorded it yet. Okay, so there's lots more to come on this. So tomorrow when we talk to you, uh, when you hear more about your series, what are you going to be covering? We're going to be talking about, um, you know, all along we had been keeping an eye on pot shops and cannabis and worried about children getting their hands on it. Yet should have we, like, did we miss vaping? Should that have been a conversation? Okay, sounds good. Emily, thank you. You're welcome. That is Emily Lazatin, Global News reporter with a series this week on the issue of vaping.